Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we are broadcasting from, the Boorurung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present. We would also like to acknowledge all the traditional owners from all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander lands you are listening from. What do you get when a Japanese Jewish woman, a Korean woman and a Nigerian Malawian woman get together to chat about living, working and raising families in Australia? You get Like Us, a podcast that is Anna Song, Noi Chasel and Zioni Walker Nintendo, three Australian women from different cultural backgrounds discussing their personal relationship with Australia and Australia's relationship with them. Hello, everyone. Hi. Friends, friends, friends. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to eventually have to explain why we have that friends, friends, friends reference. Well, maybe we should just at my expense, but that is No, Anna, I would never do anything at your expense. (laughs) No, it was just because I one day called us all family. I know. Anna wasn't so keen on us being known as a family. Mainly because she compared it to the work reference where you have a boss or manager say, our family at work. And I'm like, this is totally different from that. And we're different people to those people. Well, she just, I mean, I was a bit offended she didn't consider us a family. I I mean, it felt very natural to me. We were both a bit sad. Hop on it and head back to the past where I don't say that. (laughs) So, 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 So can I say that you're now comfortable with us being referred to as family, at least for the purpose of the podcast, our podcast family. Yeah. Oh, she got, did you look at that face? Did you see that face? That's all right. Yeah. No, we get it. We're just okay. friends. We're friends. I mean, are we, and are colleagues, we, are we friends? Colleagues. 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 So I think she made the reference that, you know, when they say at work family, and you're like, mm. no, we're just colleagues. Yeah. So friends. colleagues, friends. colleagues, friends. comrades, comrades, comrades. <laughs> comrades, welcome. Great to see you. Yes. Great to see you, Sister Zioni and Thank Comrade you. Anna. Thank you, Sister Noi. <laughs> Let's get into it. What are we talking about today? All right, all right. So this one I was sort of thinking it made me, you know, it's spurned on again. And please note, this is not all I do. I don't just watch <laughs> trashy TV. <laughs> but there has been a bit of this in my life lately. We'll still love you. We uh-huh. will. Thank you. So I don't know if that's you- what families do. Oh. I don't know if either of you fabulous people probably too smart to do this. If either of you watched the Sex in the City reboot and yes, just I like did. that, oh, thank you. Yeah. Anna's spectacularly quiet. <laughs> she would never have done never it. Never stoop no, so she low. would never stoop so low. <laughs> no. Okay, so the just like just and just like that is the Sex in the City reboot. You know, you probably don't even know what Sex in the City is. Do I you? do. Okay, not all right. Okay. And but I did have to ask my a good friend like what is and just like that. And she was like, she had to explain it to me. So I come Tell me briefed. what the explanation is. What, what, you, what your friend told you what the explanation was. Like, it's Sex in a City, like, like, you know, when they're older. And instead of Samantha, they have, like, a p- politically appropriate woman of color friend. Fabulous. Okay, that's perfect for what I want to talk about today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Could, we couldn't have planned that response because I didn't even ask you that before. So exactly. I didn't, I didn't know that was going to happen. That's so perfect because what spurned this, what I want to talk about today on, is that very specific, and you'll know it, Zioni, the episode where Charlotte mm-hmm. is being invited to a dinner party um, and she's really 
super concerned because all her friends are white. Yep. And she's super concerned that she's going to be invited to this African-American friend's birthday uh, dinner party. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I have no black <laughs> friends. What am I going to do? And so she starts frantically trying to find some. <laughs> Well, I haven't watched it, but I do know that's not how Charlotte talks. But I get the idea. Oh, I felt like I was so Charlotte in that moment. <laughs> what do you mean? Anyway, so this is what I want to talk about. The actual question that I wanted to raise today was about token representation. And I am almost like 100% yep. certain that each of us in this room has yep. been the token blank in the village mm -hmm. at some point in time mm -hmm. in our lives. Yes. And then the question is, how does that make you feel? Uh -huh. So... I had this episode in one of my workplaces where I was the manager or leader, boss, whatever. And somebody in my team told me I was the token oh my God. appointment to that role. Now, oh. I've heard that a few times in that same role. So the very first time it was mentioned by somebody who's actually a friend. So she wasn't meaning oh, to be okay. offensive. But that was the first time anybody had ever used that word to describe me, even though I've always been the only <laughs> black person in yeah. whatever but can role I just, it was. I, don't, I just need to backtrack one step. Absolutely. How did this person who said that not mean to be offensive? When you use the word token, automatic offense. That's how I perceive okay. it too. Okay. But it's because I know her and English is her maybe second or third language. Okay. So right. this the is my, con and I know she okay. would never want to offend okay. me, yes. right? So so that's where the grace comes from. But I still had that same response because mm. that's my only understanding of that term. But I let it go because I thought, look, we've just started in this role where from friends, we're now in a sort of work situation. Let me just let that slide. However, months into the role, or maybe post a year into the role, somebody else in the same team also said the same thing. Now, I don't have a history with that person. So even though I gave them grace because there's a power dynamic, i.e. I was more senior to them in the role, right. I didn't want to kind of be super, maybe I thought it would be aggressive, I'm not quite sure, but I let it slide, but my face couldn't hide uh -huh. that I was crestfallen. And so they saw it and said, oh, I didn't mean to be offensive, I'm just basically describing what I think was going on or okay, whatever. Okay, here's the thing. If you're going to be prejudiced, at least have the common sense not to say it to the person's face. Just mm -hmm. inside voice. Mm -hmm. Keep your prejudice inside, inside voice. voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know so, if that's better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be real. racism yeah. or yeah, express racism. I don't racism. know. Like, <laughs> keep it in until it comes out in a shard of gunfire or... <laughs> it's because, you, and you say shard of gunfire because you're American. <laughs> <laughs> so quite true. true, quite true. So problematic. Yeah. So I definitely sat in this space of not quite sure how to handle this. In both situations, the impact was the same. Yeah. I felt offended. Yeah. I don't care what their intentions were. This was how it left me feeling. And and I thought, well, am I a token appointment? So on one level, there was a part of me that felt I don't care because I'm qualified to be in this space. And a million and one people have been placed in this role without these qualifications and nobody questioned Correct. the fact that they were Correct. there. So I'm just going to ignore that and let you deal with it and process it yourself, right? But then there was the other part of me that was like, but still I don't appreciate the fact that anybody or maybe other people are perceiving my appointment as thus. Mm -hmm. I don't have an answer for it. All I know is it was an uncomfortable space to sit in. So this is my question with all of these sort of things. When we get into these uncomfortable spaces, what do we do? Mm. Okay. To partially answer your question, but partially just 
for me to share this story uh, <laughs> because I want to. Um, so Zioni and I uh, used to work for kind of a similar employer. Mm, mm. And I first met Zioni. Well, I met Zioni there. I don't know whether Zioni remembers me. Of course I do. <laughs> but basically, Zioni's very presence made me not the only in the village. Oh, interesting. So we became a pair. Mm. Of the of the onlys. Of the onlys <laughs> uh, in that particular village. Yeah. And but it wasn't just the color mm. of our of our skin. When Zioni spoke at that meeting, I'll tap into my info inside voice back then, which was like, thank God. Oh. Wow. <laughs> because not only does she carry that professionalism and that seniority that you refer to, but she had this like amazing voice. Yeah, she's got an obviously, <laughs> as we all can hear, she's got this amazing voice. And just she had um, the polish yeah. and the professional. It's yeah. just like, because it's actually quite awkward. Sometimes, okay, I'm going to be very controversial. Sometimes it's, I I become so used to being the only in the village. Mm. There are times I feel more comfortable being the, on, mm. being the only if the, the pair, mm -hmm. the only other, is uh, displaying values that are sketchy. Mm. Right. You know, so yes. let's so say... So that you look... Like it, there's, uh, for lack of a better expression, a tarnish somehow yes. of being the onlys. Yeah. And it's not associated positively, but negatively. Mm. Right? So if their behavior or if it's a workplace, if their performance or their professional reputation is a negative one... And let's say they were they were the only other Asian woman in a team or you know whatever. I rather sometimes rather be just the only. <laughs> oh no, I totally understand what you're saying. So, but it's so yeah. interesting that we carry that burden, right? Yes, that's like, right. You, so you're a minority, and um, somebody else who's also a minority, mm. their behavior all of a sudden reflects on you, 100%. and it shouldn't. Yes, they're just there representing themselves, their values, their exactly. capabilities. But that's the that's part of that problem, right? And that it's so true. Is, and the, to carry that fear, yeah. So when you see someone else who's a minority, and suddenly you're with living with that fear, like, oh my God, may she be smart. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we shouldn't have to carry that burden yeah, though. Yeah. But that's that's what terrible. you were and that's what you were thinking. We you are were going, dealing with enough problems already. We don't need another one. We specifically have to carry right. that is no fault of our own. Absolutely. But yet I mean I know I that do. person's entitled to be wherever they're what, at. Whatever, right. And I mean I'm they can entitled. be dumb if yeah, they want to absolutely. be. Absolutely. And I'm entitled not to be associated with them. Correct. You know, but we we know that's not how prejudice Correct. works. Correct. You're entitled to be your own incredible human, mm. totally separate to the other person, regardless of where they're at. Yeah. And yet you know very well that if they're an idiot, you're gonna both be idiots. Like, you're <laughs> or, not associated as idiots. Or someone who is prejudiced is gonna ask me, why is that person so incompetent? Like yeah, I should know. Yeah, the that's answer. right. That's right. That's right. Well, actually, how am I responsible? <laughs> or sometimes there is this weird, charged, like competition. Yes, constantly competition. <laughs> and I actually like really love that book, The Other Black Girl. Yeah, mm. because there's that competition. Then mm. that picks up on that dynamic. And I just love that that was talked about because, I mean, not to sound like a cliche, like dear white people kind mm. of thing, but. Dear white people, <laughs> it's not all about our relationship with you. Sometimes mm. it's about our relationship with each, with each, other. Other. each other, and, yeah. and we, you know, your re like the relationship with you is secondary. Mm. And I think that book 
dealt with that in a way that I haven't really read it before. Yeah, you've recommended mm-hmm. before. That's I have right. to read it. Yeah. And I often say, because sometimes I you know, sit in groups or boards or whatever, and I'm the only mm. person of color on that board. And my view now is if you have a board of 12 people, mm. in fact, less, nine people, and you want it to be a diverse board, you need a minimum of three. Mm-hmm. Right. Any kind of diversity, you need a minimum of three. Because one person is... Tokenistic. Yeah, that's how that's mm-hmm. perceived. Two people can sometimes have that yes, type dynamic, of energy. Correct. Three starts to normalize it a little bit, yes, just right. a yes. little bit, where people can start to feel like I can be this myself is intentional. and, and yeah, represent myself in this space. That's a great piece it, of advice. Anything less than three, no. Oh, that's such a great piece of advice, actually. It's interesting. And I think yeah. that would work not only with race, yeah. but other attributes. Absolutely. Oh, other I attributes agree. of diverse, all, of it. all diversity across yeah. the board. That's, that's yeah, really that's interesting. That's important to remember, too, yeah. because yeah. sometimes... Back back when I was a little bit young and foolish, I suppose, or younger and more foolish, um, <laughs> I think I wanted a sense of kind of token diversity in my personal life to make myself feel better somehow. As in you were the only one who was able to sort of scratch yourself out of the barrel and get to the top type of thing? Or you wanted to have a nice range around you? Yeah, like maybe both, maybe neither. Maybe I just felt like, like a cosmopolitan woman or something. I don't. I don't all good know. Stuff. But I remember having like a birthday when I was like twenty two or twenty three or something. And um, maybe I did this consciously. Maybe it it just happened to be that way. But there were about like ten friends, and we went out to dinner, and there really was every shade <laughs> of humanity <laughs> around the table. And someone made a comment. This birthday dinner looks like the United Nations. And I remember at that age, I felt really proud of myself mm. that... But you know what? I still think... I don't see that anything wrong with that. Like, well, unless you sat there and you went, oh, I'm missing, oh, I'm missing that shade. But here is a confession. I actually don't know whether I did subconsciously think that or not. Right. That as, as a university student, like in the cusp of adulthood, whether... I made it more about the facade and less about the individuals and the quality of those friendships. But then there's something nice and pure in a way about the consciousness of wanting to have a diverse table or a diverse friendship group or to be conscious enough to say, I want to have a diverse group of friends mm. that in itself mm. is at and least being intentional. Yeah. About it, right? There's yeah. something about that, that I still find attractive. I still think that's, there's something nice in that. Speaking of attractive, completely taking that as a segue, um, talking about something different that I want to talk about. Um, which is... Take it away, take it away. <laughs> I have noticed more recently, if I'm dating someone... Oh, yeah. Okay, only... I'm interested in this. <laughs> well, I know. Who are you dating? That's like you, miss. Okay, yes. I'm going to keep, okay, go. keep with talking about what I want to talk about. No, if it's thing. about dating, this is oh. all so good. <laughs> if I'm dating someone and they only have friends of their race... Oh, mm, no. And it doesn't matter whether that per- what race that person is. If they're a white person <sighs> with only oh. white friends, if they're Asian person with only Asian friends, mm. I'm kind of like... That's oh. off. That's disgusting. <laughs> Don't think oh. of it. It's disgusting. I think you but, should though. <laughs> but I just I just feel I feel uncomfortable 
Especially well, in a country like Australia, if where they, you have uh, so many different people you like, could be friends with. And it's like, how is it possible that you went through school and work and just life? I guess yeah. it depends on their age, though, as well. But um, I mean, like, let's so these just... are people that are within her dating range. Yeah, but we don't know what that is. Oh, that <laughs> is true. <laughs> I mean, no, let's but be considering honest, she's like, already prejudiced I mean, against, against us, us. I'll leave it to your Because I'm just a bit curious. Because if she's going for the older, older. Okay, Ooh. can we focus? Okay, okay. Let's talk about when you and I met, then Anna, because yes. I remember when you and I met. One of oh, wow. someone came up. We were at a party, yes. and I know we've spoken about this before. But yes. what was really funny is I remember that someone came up to me and said, "Oh my God, there's another Asian oh, here." Oh my God, cringe. <laughs> But you know what? The same thing happened when I met Noi to when I met Zioni for the first time, which is you, were you are like a super like great the mm, other mm. to have in the village. You know, as like endorsed by God. Anna. Yeah. Like exactly. Like I I've gave got the Anna tick. Yeah. Like I'm flicking my hair back absolutely. right now. Absolutely. Like, I invisibly both gave both of you like endorsed by Anna Song stamps <laughs> yeah. when I was like sitting there like as but if it I not have weird, that authority. It, no, it was very weird. I mean like I, I did have that moment where I was almost like like I, yeah, I, I was like, what? What do you mean? Is what do you she mean? gonna be a good Asian? Like, or a I mean, Asian? do I want to meet the other Asian? In the no, I actually do. You know, use the phrase "a solid Asian" in a workplace. Like when I meet another Asian person and I really like them as a human being and they're great at their job and it's it's all good. I say, I'm I'm so glad you're a solid Asian. I actually <laughs> say that because, but what does that mean? Solid? Does that mean in the sense of you're down with your culture and all of that stuff, or solid as in I filtered you through a Western lens and you are oh. acceptable? Whoa. Sorry, sorry, I'm going there, and you're acceptable in this society. Therefore, you're acceptable to me. Oh, I like this. What was that I? Is deep. What was I, Anna? <laughs> Tell me to my face. Ooh. What was I? I'm going to make a slow Ooh. exit. <laughs> is this why I'm not family? <laughs> I'll look at you like straight mm. in, in the eye, Noe herself, and say, you are all kinds of solidation to oh. me. <laughs> Perfect answer. Perfect answer. Perfect. <laughs> You got away with that. You got away with that. That's pretty lucky, actually. It is, isn't it? And while I'm at top, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say we we wrap up. <laughs> I think you're taking a nice, smooth, and safe exit. A very safe. Yes, exit. very well done, Miss Anna Song. <laughs> well, here's to not being the only whatever's in the village. I know mm-hmm. more of us. Minimum oh, look, three. Minimum three, and here we are. Minimum oh, three, yes. just like us. Perfect. <laughs> boom boom. Thanks for listening to Like Us, a new podcast by SBS. You'll find more episodes of Like Us on the SBS website, sbs.com.au slash like us. You can also subscribe to Like Us from the SBS radio app, Apple or Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your hosts are Noe Harsel, Anna Song and Zioni Walker-Nintenda. We are produced and engineered by Michael Burrows at Brand Music and would also like to thank everyone at SBS radio, especially Caroline Gates, for their help and support.